Andreu Fritopeg and Amadri. Uh, Eagle. I'm Donovan. Nice in. Uh, <laughs> joining us this week from Minion Death Call, one of my very favorite podcasts of all time, it's Tony Boswell. What's up? What's up? I, I, I didn't think about Birdie being the way to get you into it. I didn't think about birds being the way oh, to, to no get, way. You in, get you tweet, into golf. Tweet, Just convince tweet, you that tweet. if you do well in golf, birds actually visit you on the green. That's why they call it a birdie. <laughs> Every time you get a birdie, you get a random bird as a gift. And then if you get an eagle, you get a whole fucking eagle. Wait, there's like an albatross too, right? Can yeah, you get an yeah. albatross? Yeah, it's that's like crazy though. It's like three under. Jesus. So like albatross. that's kind of hard to, hard to pull off. I would golf. say, yeah. I mean, it better be, though, because they're like a big, pretty rare species, I think. I had they're a 600-yard drive, and now I get an albatross. It's funny how a hole-in-one doesn't have, like, a a, 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 a bird name. Yeah. It's right. like one egg in the nest or something? Come on. Ooh, I, like I mean, that. I mean I'm, I'm, I'll mean, i probably say that. And when I do a hole-in-one and I say that, um, I think people know what I mean. <laughs> so I'll run that. I think that's good. We're creating golf, uh, new golf terminology here on the show. It's kind of what we're known for over the mm-hmm. years. I haven't know? even, I was saying, I haven't even played an actual game yet. So the, the odds of me doing anything cool like that are so far away. Because <laughs> you're you just the uh, range. Yeah, yeah, you're doing yeah. like a driving range, right? Yeah, just the driving range. Just my, my, local, my local driving range is nice. It's like $14 can get you like an hour and a half of, um, so sick. Of, of, of nothing. It's the one activity I do where I don't wear headphones. So I'm like, this is, this is like, this is an ambience. interesting thing for me. Yeah. I used to golf with my folks and I would wear headphones. Oh, I think, yeah, I think that I didn't I would... want to like talk to them. Uh. <laughs> I'm definitely not talking to anybody. That's the thing is like, I'm that's good by myself. No one talk. It's kind of, there's, it's kind of a cold temp at the driving range. Like people don't really talk to each other and it's kind that's of true. nice. Like there's an opportunity for it to happen sometimes, but it's mostly clubhouse. like, it's the time for it's, this is the one place where I'm like, all right, no, no, I, I don't have to have like a podcast playing in one ear, an album playing in the other and be scrolling through like, you know, four different tabs. I can just I need to just focus on this one really dumb thing. That really is the hallmark of a hyperfixation. You can just do it and yeah. don't have to have yeah. all of the sensory shit all the time like I do with everything I do in my life. Especially the driver range, you just get a dang bucket of the the balls. Yeah. You don't have to be chasing stuff down. You don't have to be wading through the sand trap. Oh, see, I, I'm just I'm at the point now. I'm just convinced myself I'm never going to experience that. I'm just gonna I'm gonna get so good on the driving range where I'm never going to experience hard <laughs> things in real life. <laughs> That's my goal. My goal is to take advantage of um the the the, the gambling problem um the gambling problem and the arrogance of white men on golf courses to where yes i'm just gonna go i'm just gonna try to get really good and hustle everybody yeah that's my goal you know you get to talking how long you've been playing Ah, about six months you know just getting out here it's literally been like two months i I think barely that and it's great because also also all my friends hate it which is great Except for me, I fucking dig the shit. I used to golf a little bit. I think it's cool. Well, it, it does. It has that 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 um that re- that uh reputation of being like stuffy and rich, you know. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And I totally get that. But I'm over. I mean, I live in Southern California where we're, I'm lucky enough to have a bunch of like public golf golf courses. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm gonna play my I'm playing my first game on Thursday, and it's gonna cost me like fifteen bucks, and it's like in L.A. and like a beautiful little golf 
golf course that's using like recycled water and is a nature preserve and like all it's like oh cool okay there's there's a there's there's ways you do it and not be a a total piece of shit yeah Yeah. i'm just gonna be a kind of piece of shit (laughs) ever doing anything is i don't know i feel like there's few things that make you not at least a little bit of a piece of shit yeah, including including podcasting. Oh yeah, yeah. I cyber a, bully people sometimes. Yeah, and there is a certain kind of way that we are just saying shit into the <laughs> internet that is a little bit assholey. But what are you gonna do? Oh yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I, I have to give my update here. Please, we're recording awesome. live from the the nude studio, the uh, new apartment I'm rooming. Escape velocity with. reached. Escape velocity reached. I hastily got my setup together right before this because I have been moving the past few days and basically everything that could go wrong went wrong. Mm. It has been one of the worst couple days stretches potentially of my life. I am moving out from the places shared with an ex, right? So there's all the emotional weight of packing stuff up and you find like a gift you got or something and then Mm. you want to vomit and cry at the same time. And then your parents are, they call it crommeting, (laughs) a new upgrade to scrommeting. There's also, (laughs) there's also crommeting. Then your parents are coming to help you, which is very nice, but they get a flat tire on the way and they go to try to get the U-Haul, but their ideas expired. And so they can't, and you got to drive down to the, across town to the U-Haul place instead of packing up and your throat feels scratchy on account of it's been smoky the entire week before. And so also you've been low energy and haven't packed as much as you thought. And then you notice white spots on your tonsils, but you figure they're just irritated from the smoke. And then the day of the move, you finally get the U-Haul, you're moving around and you realize you're dizzy and clammy and have to go to urgent care. And then you have strep on top of all of this shit. And then it rains for two days all of the time, basically, during the move. And you're fucking slipping and getting some water damage on a few things. Uh, It's been a bad fucking time. Seems bad. We made it. You did it. I'm giving a thumbs up for that. And this is yet another in a gallery of things that you have been through in the last year that you can point to when shit gets rough and you can say, I did that. I'm going to do this. That's right. And advice on the show. So if you're ever moving heartbroken and have strep and it's raining, I got the perfect advice for you. It's eat a whole bunch of Kratom and ibuprofen. Yeah. And pray to God that uh, things will improve at some point. Yeah, get pitted. Get pitted on the kratom. I think that's definitely the move. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting pitted as hell on that nasty green powdery stuff. Or that's I love. I love Indonesian leaf powders. Give them to me. I need them. My favorite of all the leaf powders for sure. Oh yeah, (laughs) Mitradina speciosa, baby. Bottom of the list: powdered poison ivy. Dog shit. Seems bad. (laughs) Seems real bad. Not not good stuff. Not good stuff. Like you drink that in the morning and you're like, mm, it tastes stingy. Mm, There's yay. nothing good turns out. Not even, it's not like a stingy nettle situation. It's just like, it's just bad. <laughs> All the way What was around. that called? What was that? Where you put stinging nettle, nettles on your junk? What was oh, that fucking figging? Oh figging? yeah, there was a kink. That... No, figging was the thing with the ginger in your butt. Figging yeah. was the ginger. But there was, I don't know if it was just called like nettle play or something, but that I remember that now. That was 100% a thing. I still just love that like gingering wasn't enough. Like it had to be called something else. It had changed like it thinking. up. Yeah. Gingering sounds too gentle for what is happening, maybe. Sexual urtication. <laughs> it's referred mm, to as putting singing nettles 
on your junk. Uh, oh, uh, that sounds terrible. Yep. Some people I, I want to know what it know. feels like to to. I want to know what it feels like to have like an inflamed STI, um, uh, just from a leaf. <laughs> yes. I, I only want yes. the pain. I only want the pain that comes with it. I, want, I don't want to have had the uh, exciting, <laughs> risky uh, decision that led to the stinging pain. I just want. Oh, no, I don't want to be able to, like, have sex with other people either uh, while this is happening because <laughs> it will spread it. I don't want I don't want that either. Um, just just the itching pain, some swelling. Yeah. And if we do it right, maybe some pus. <laughs> if you get real lucky, if everything really lines up for you. A little bit of uh, what do they call it? Weeping, oh. like a wound kind of leaks a little bit. It's mm, yeah, that's yeah. a gnarly term. Good Ooh. lord, you know exactly what it means too. It's one of those ones. Yeah, it's very straightforward. <laughs> you can you can feel it almost. Uh, hey, get so, me out of here. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay, I, I also just wanted to say, lots of people posted in the Discord like, "Hey, I'm having one of the worst days of my life," and lots of people sent me nice messages. So thank you all for that. That was very Good cool, folks. and we love the folks in there. And you should join the Patreon so you can get in the Discord too, listener. You can hear me having a bad time. You can see pictures of cats, all kinds of stuff. All kinds of shit. You know, as as someone has who has also done, you know, the old the old heartbreak move out. Um, I'm just so excited for you now that you are out of there and in your in a, in a place, um, in a room that you can call your own, um, mm-hmm. with your own space. You don't even have to advocate for this space anymore. It's just your yeah. space now. Like I'm so excited for you now to have the space and the, the room to do purely you without worrying about, you know, uh, uh, an an ex's uh, remnants ruining things yeah for real yeah, i appreciate very cool very that. stoked for that you can put up the posters of the hot rod babes you know me you know me and my posters of hot rod babes <laughs> hot rod babes and also like like jacked inspo dudes oh absolutely <laughs> we're gonna get some old arnold pictures we're gonna get ziz up on the wall yeah Hell yeah godfather <laughs> fucking scarface, scarface poster. <laughs> Yeah, I came out as non-binary, and then I decided to be uh, a twenty-year-old college white dude forever. That's my gender expression. <laughs> I'm gonna get a Pulp Fiction poster. It speaks to the range. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas now. Uh, if any listener wants to send me the uh, picture of the naked woman's backs with the Pink Floyd album covers yes. painted on each one, yeah, I'll you know, DM you my address. That really tie the place together. There's some poor soul out there. It's like, hey, listen, I know this is wild, but I, I actually can't come unless you have a classic album painted on your back. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry, I'm really good at painting classic albums on backs. I got really good at it because it's the only way I can yeah. come. It's the only option. Turns out the back is only a small factor. It's mostly the classic album I'm here for. I'm really into group sex with Pink Floyd characteristics. Absolutely. (laughs) God. I love that those are like universally known staples too. I feel like it took me getting out of college to be like, oh wait, like that was every fucking person. I had a Pulp Fiction poster, like a fucking jackass. You did? I did. Impressive. It was just the red or the red background with the yellow text said Pulp Fiction. I had the other kind of shitty college room. I had nothing on the walls and shit all over the floor. Nice. It was a bad time. <laughs> I respect that. Tony, besides the uh, the hit in the range, my so I've started asking returning guests a question that actually relates to the topic of the show. Uh-huh. This kind of a 
the transition into the topic of the program. Mm -hmm. uh, and we were in the lab, Audrey and I, you know, a lot of a lot of duds, a lot of injuries so many, from mixing the wrong chemicals. But so we many came beakers. up. Yeah, broken. Alembics. Chemical burns. Uh, but finally, amidst a puff of colorful smoke, we found it the perfect question for returning guests. How is your dating life going? What's new? Um, you know, it's funny. It's uh, it's it's really mellow right now. Uh, I'm not really doing. I'm not doing much of it. Oh shit! Uh, it's it's kind of nice. And I think it is because of uh, I've had to like I've had to really confront some things on like what I actually want in relationships mm. and what I'm nice. actually looking for in a relationship. Um, the the role that um, the role that I thought maybe sex played in that things of that sort. Um, and it's been it's been nice. It's been good. Um, and it is it is kind of one of those reasons why like oh okay yeah I'm playing I'm I'm doing things like playing more golf now I'm I'm going to the gym a bit more because um, yeah. I'm like not going to like date out of boredom anymore yeah you know uh, and so so because because of like the lack of of like meeting somebody who I'm genuinely interested in like investing in you know properly it's yeah. been it's been just this like okay well then i'm not going to do that for the moment yeah you know i'm like ready and open to it but i'm just not i'm not pursuing it no yeah. apps right and, now and not, you know not, not dating not, just to date not you know yeah and exactly. that's that's really kind of cool because like if you're dating just to date you're sort of involving someone else in a way that you know what i mean like yeah. you're you know it's like a you thing that you're roping somebody else into. If you're like genuinely looking for a connection, that's a different thing. But like, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. I feel that. Yeah. Like my, my, a lot of it too, is just like this, like I said, I had to kind of confront what I thought I wanted and what I don't, what I don't want anymore. Cause every time like my last, you know, relationship I was in would have been in like the late last year, the beginning of this year was somebody who, when we met, it was like, hi, I want, I want this thing. Oh, I want this thing. And they were like, actually psych what i actually want is the opposite Damn. so and so i Very i got familiar i gotta like i gotta like um be a little pickier before you get into those things you sure. know and, yeah. um, and 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 not not pursuing it has been kind of the way it's been satisfying um it's been good yeah i so, feel that i like that's it like, i like it that's a good like thoughtful growth kind of place to be in i'm trying <laughs> Because even if like, you know, even if your goal, you want to make that good connection with somebody, I don't know. I feel like there's a bit of a counterintuitive thing to it where it's important to take that kind of break. Because I feel you're saying I'm trying to figure out what the thing you want is. And it can be hard to figure that out if you're actively like dating multiple people. Yeah. Because then you get kind of like a pressure in one direction or like, oh, this thing feels good. I don't really think that this person like lines up with what kind of relationship I want in the long term, but like maybe the sex is good or like we have a good time together. I feel like that can kind of derail that process of trying to figure out what the thing you want is. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially coming out of a relationship too. Like I kind of chaotically have jumped head first back into dating immediately. I decided to go insane and I've been direct <laughs> with people about that, but I've been getting a bit of that too. Uh, and I feel like maybe focus that more now that I'm, I'm in my own space again of like, what, generally speaking, what do I want? Because there was like a, I don't know, when you're in a long relationship, there's a path in place of like, oh, yeah, this is what the future looks like. We both want this thing. Mm -hmm. We've talked about it, whatever. And when you drop out of that, it's like, 
ah, fuck, I got to like redecide on a bunch of that. And some of those decisions were influenced by like your previous partner. And then it's like, okay, how do I reevaluate these things and figure out what it actually is that I want? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, you know, what's funny, ironically, that this is a real byproduct of um, being able to, being lucky enough to have uh, some really good friends around me, some of which are in awesome relationships. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. So you can like, you can like have what you are looking for and it yes. can be beautiful and positive and good. I'm, I know it because I'm seeing it. I'm like actually periphery to it. You know, it's like, I, okay, so, so therefore all those other things I was doing before, I don't necessarily have to do like the, right. the, the option for, for what I think I actually want is, is out there, you know? Um, and uh, it's just having a lot of like honest conversations with the people around, with the people who those might, that might be with and with yourself, like you said about like, for instance, like it can't be, I had a, it can't be like sex determined anymore. Like that's like silly. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's plenty of people I have great sex with who we would never date. Right. We would yeah. be terrible. You know, you can't. So, so it's, it's been, it's been, it's <laughs> funny. It's like, it's, it's good. It's like, okay, cool. Uh, hopefully that, hopefully, the, hopefully being the best me is going to attract the person who I want type, type beat, you know? Yeah. That's run, in, run into some good hearted cutie at the motherfucking driving range. Oh yeah. You've been, you've been working on your shots and she looks over and like this I don't know actually a whole lot about golf. This guy drove 300 yards. Is that it? Yeah, that's is pretty that far. That's what yeah, I'm saying. It's pretty far, and and I I can do it. It's something I'm able to do sometimes. <laughs> so yeah. so that that is an option. Yeah, and I'm gonna look at that. I'm like, wow, like look at how pure and 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 uh and rhythmic your swing is. Um, can I just get some some swinging tips? And oh, then they're like, oh, look at how good our politics and our bodies fit. <laughs> <laughs> Great hook to your shot. That's the thing, right? You don't like want to hook. You don't really want to hook. You don't want to hook unless you got unless a dog you're doing it on purpose the... and you're like really yeah. fucking cool. Which like, oh, one day that'd yeah. be so cool to be that cool. Girl, nice intentional hook. What are you yeah. doing later? <laughs> That's the kind of. <laughs> I golfed <laughs> for a little bit when I was younger, and you talking about this now has me wanting to go fucking smack some balls. It's fun and like it. It, it it's it is it is accessible and and it's like. Like I bought used clubs for a hundred bucks yep. and they're fine. And it's doing this thing to me where it's like, you have to chill. Yeah. Like you have to chill or else you're going to have a bad time. And that's been so good. And also like being a little humbled, being like, yes. Oh, Oh shit. I'm not great at this by any means. It's been real cool. It's been some, like it's been on some, like uh, just discovering some things about you type shit. It's been nice. I'll put it I, this I way as far it. as my skill with golf. I let people just play through. Like if you're behind me, just go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to be here a minute. Go ahead. Set up a folding chair and table. Get yep. a bottle of sun tea going. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I'm going to be here for a second because yeah. it's going to take Taking me my time. five shots to get out of this rough. <laughs> I mean, that's some pretty rough rough. So, I mean, like, you, I, hey, you got out of it, though. Don't you taking five shots? Yeah, it's right. You know, it's right. I can look back on that and be like, I accomplished that. I can do anything. I also Welcome. can't wait to get faded in public. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited dude, about that's that. the best part. You get a fucking sixer, you're trolling around in the cart. It's so good. Everyone's just cool with it. They're like, yeah, it's part of it. You can get faded. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get so faded. Um, it's encouraged to drink and drive. In the middle of the day, you know? It's just a yeah. little cart. It's yeah. good times. Yeah. I have to golf again. I got to get my clubs for my folks place. I'm doing it. 
There's a trend right now of people like pulling up on each other on like the golf courses and just hitting each other with their golf carts. Like someone will be <laughs> someone will like be finishing their swing and they'll get plowed by a golf cart. And it's just wild because yes. I'm like they're like, yeah, it's not killing them or whatever. But I'm like, I don't think it feels great. They're getting punted by these golf carts. And it's just these, it's just all these just bros just dying laughing. And it's so fucking funny. It's, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Because uh, <laughs> it's like you're saying, you have to zen out. You have to bliss out. You got to just like really focus in. You're yeah. looking at the ball. Deep breath. You take the swing. And then you just get fucking wrecked <laughs> by a golf cart. Just out of nowhere. Yeah. Take you out of it. A good low stakes, <clears throat> like a low stakes fun car crash. All the comedy of exactly. the car crash without the tons and tons of metal. Does it provide the same eroticism for people who are into car crashes sexually? Is that a thing? Would that do it for them? Oh, we'll find out. Yeah. Can, can, we, can <laughs> we do, can I have, can I reenact crash on the, on the golf course? Yeah. Because that sounds pretty cool to me. <laughs> <laughs> golf course crashes are like the soft court version of uh, car yeah. crashes. It's for uh, those of us who don't have insurance, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we're playing in a safe environment. We're, we're pushing up against our boundaries while keeping a safety net there. Absolutely. Welcome to Radio Free Golf Bag. And now that we've all teed off, what do we say? Oh, yep. Oh, it looks like all of our balls landed straight on the question box fairway. What do we say we answer some of these questions? Follow up, make an approach shot to the following questions. To the following questions. You're, you're, you're crushing it with, uh, with the... I think you might have some secret golf knowledge you're not letting on. And it's okay. We're going to make it cool. We're going to take it back. <laughs> I played Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2003 on the PlayStation 2. Hell yeah. I played Wii Golf. Yeah. I had fucking Wii Golf, too. Wii Golf rocked. But I played Mario Golf. I had, like, the Switch Mario Golf for a bit there. No See, shit. Maybe I am a fucking deep golfer. Down. <laughs> Everyone has a secret golfer inside of them. Phil Mickelson the is hiding in my belly. That's the secret golfer. golfer would be such a good fucking inspirational <laughs> novel. We're doing that. I almost, applied for, I almost applied for a job today that, like... I, I shouldn't have, but the job was to be like, okay, so it's 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 an outreach rep, and your job is to go be the guy on the golf course to go golf and go hang out at country clubs, so that you. But it was it was so that you could meet vets and introduce them to the Lord, so they don't kill themselves. Oh, oh my God! And I was like, oh, if it wasn't that type of grift on the line, I would have totally done it. <laughs> if it would have been like just Jesus, I probably would have done it. I would have like yeah. I would have faked it for I would have faked it for Jesus. Um, but it, but because it's like, oh no, you need to tell these vets about the Lord so they don't kill themselves. I'm like, oh, I can't. Too high I can't, stakes. I can't. I can't take do free golfing just for that. Yeah. It was like twenty bucks an hour too. I was like, this is Shit. this is this is the, this is the fucking job. <laughs> that's that's my that's the secret secret shopper secret golfer. But you're just like a doing outreach. Man, your that's game so sucks. Eh? You doing how you doing mentally? You know Jesus. <laughs> You know Jesus? You watch him just like bury his nine iron in the fucking ground. He yeah. snaps his yeah. fucking club off, and you're just like, "Have you heard the good news?" Yeah. <laughs> you know who else had holes? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <clears throat> okay. You just write down an episode title. Oh <laughs> uh, no! I was resp- I responded to a to a to a little a little text there. Get your head uh, in the game. 
I'm back in the game. Okay. Um, oh God, I'm, I'm like extra phlegmy. Yeah, you're phlegmatastic. I'm always kind of phlegmy, but the tons are really, they're really turning on me. The white spots have disappeared mostly. My, but, uh, the tons have turned. Do you still have your tonsils? I do. I should have. I almost. I, I should get rid of almost mine. Almost got it removed. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There's six tonsils on this call. Wow. That's a crazy amount of tonsils. That's so many tonsils. That's the most tonsils I've ever seen. Once I get insurance, they're they're gone. They almost killed me last year, but I couldn't afford to get them Damn. out. So. That's, oh yeah, I remember that. That was fuck. Fucking killed me too. Yeah, they're the worst. We're too we're too fucking grown for tonsils. What's wrong with us? For fucking we're all real. adults here. For fucking real. Vestigial ass <laughs> organs. We have like a like a title of an episode from I don't know the first year of the show called yeah. "Kill All Tonsils," where I had to go to the hospital because of tonsillitis. Okay, yeah, you I would open the show by screaming, "Kill all tonsils, yeet!" It was so bad. I wanted <laughs> them out, and they wouldn't take them out. Okay, fuck. Um, you know what else is? Hey, there's a bunch of tonsils here. You know what else? We have a lot of questions. Let's excise those from the question box. But first. A word from our sponsors. Hey, what's up? It's me, uh, Donovan Nicola, Nicholas, the Golden Bear, is what they call me out on the green. It's me, Golf Dono, and I'm here sitting in the tee box. Oh, yeah, three, 400 yard drive oh, right shit. into the hole. Wow, wow. Very Amazing. Strong. Oh, that feels, oh, it just feels great to get this golf clap from Audrey and to be out here on the green. You know what else feels great, though? An extra episode of Hit Relationship Advice Podcast, Radio Free Tote Bag, each week delivered directly to your inbox. And how do you get that? You simply hop on the golf cart and head over to the clubhouse that we like to call patreon.com slash RFTB. And get this, it's no fucking country club prices a mere five dollars a month gets you four episodes or an episode each week. So sometimes it's five episodes. Delivered straight to your door. Uh, we do Reddit questions. We got fun bonus segments. We got guests. We sometimes talk a little bit more personally about things back there. You get into the Discord. We'll even mail you a sticker. It's a hoot and a holler. Patreon.com slash RFTB. Go there or we're going to throw you in the water trap. Asking all the questions. Asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, uh, who? Asking all them questions, asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, uh, who? Uh, I don't know why I went for the gargle. Yeah, you're on theme there, Audrey. I had to, I had to change tune halfway through. It's the question box. <laughs> It's the segment of the show where you, the listener, can send your questions into us and we do our best to answer them. How do you do that? It's simple. Go to our social media at RFTB, RFTB Pod on RFTB Instagram Bob. or Twitter uh, or Blue Sky now. It's just at RFTB. You look in the bio. You can go to our website too, RFTB.me. You don't have to make an account. You just click that send your question in link and then there's a text box and then you tippy tap away. And then we try to help you. And this week, what do we got first? Hi, RFTB babes plus guest. What's up? What's up? What's good? Uh, I struggle with wanting to skip the regular stages of friendship and hitting that come over to your house wearing sweatpants and just chilling stage. A lot of the people I know want to go out and drink and stuff, which is fine, but I like staying in and shooting the shit. We have the concept of clubbing friends and drinking buddies. Why don't we have sweatpants on the couch friends? 
This is the life I want. How can I find my couch people? Thanks. I have an answer off the rip. What you got? Cannabis. I was going to mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. yep. Cannabis. Yeah. Amen. If your psyche can handle that, because mine can't, I can't do this no more. But like, if you can smoke, we, you just like bring a sack over to your fucking buddy's house. Yeah, just like, we're going to watch Total Recall again. <laughs> We're going to play Street Fighter for seven hours. (laughs) That is an avenue. If somebody else is smoking, they probably also just want to be chilling like that. That's very good. Uh, I feel like it also just comes down to like like a type of person. And I feel like if you're this kind of person, that you're less of a like, I'm trying to go out a lot and you're more just wanting to hang at home with friends. What kind of, I don't know, what qualities do you have? Can you pick up on that in other people in social situations? Do you have any friends currently who are on a similar wavelength? I mean, I guess you're you're talking you want to skip the regular stages of friendship, so this is mostly this is mostly new people stuff. I don't know. It can be tough to lead with like a hey, let's hang out and watch a movie together. Like I've met you once. But maybe if like you you know, you're talking to somebody for a bit and then just suggest as an activity, like, do you wanna you wanna watch a movie? Yeah, what if what if you come over and well, this is gonna sound like a date. What That's if you come true. over, I make some food. Yeah, Absolutely. that sounds datey, but doesn't have to be. No, yeah, if it's vibeless, then also if it's if it's three people, it's it makes it a little less datey. Yes, That's true. group hangs. The the way that this was phrased, I do think that is a thing here, because um, they did say um, I'm the kind of friend who likes to come over. Uh, in my sweatpants and i think maybe the issue is like okay i think you just need to host things you need to you need now that that might be that maybe you can't do that maybe that's the problem um Mm. but also it's one of those things too where you you might also might just not be saying it out loud like just say it out loud be like you know um oh hey like i i for, for me you know i have i have friends who um They'll come over and we'll just watch skate videos like every once in a while. That's, That's just fun. what we know what we're gonna do. Um, and like, there's some, there's gotta be, there's something like that, you know? Oh, hey, yeah. have you watched the fucking bear yet? You wanna, you wanna catch a couple episodes? Hell yeah! I, I got some sick ass, I got the sick ass popcorn recipe. Nice. I put it in the microwave. You do some stovetop stuff and make it a whole spectacle. Oh, you could. Yeah. The the Jiffy Pop with the. With the, the one handle, that, the one that with the handle, yeah, that's fun. You can get the, that's fun. The air popper that like just draws it up to the thing and yeah. spits it out the little spout. Oh, oh yeah. delightful! No burn ones that way. I'd like mm. some popcorn now. I have popcorn downstairs. Be jealous of me. I, I picked jealous. up a bag from Marshalls yesterday. No Fuck. shit. You know they got the big bags for like three bucks sometimes. Uh, truffle, oh, yeah. truffle, uh, <gasps> salted truffle flavor. Oh. It's pretty, oh my God. pretty good. It's pretty good. I fuck with that. Yeah. Would eat. Yeah. Oh, shit. I have truffle salt. I oh, could grind some yeah, of that up and put it on that. my fucking. Mm. I don't have any fucking groceries or anything yet. I got to put I got to put popcorn on my list. I think I think we've given you kind of a strategy here, though. Yeah. And I feel like being up front is the move. If you're able to host, that makes things easier because you can make it a little event. Text a few people and be like, what, what are you all doing on Thursday? Do you want to come over and watch a movie together? Or if you don't have the space to host over. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's another Yo, you playing commander? Tabletop game or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's huge, actually. 
a game night. Yeah, game night, game night. There you and, go. And if you don't have the place to host, what you just brought it up with friends and been like, what if we did a game night? And if people are biting at it, then one of them will say something like, yeah, I've got a, I got a table. We could put the I games the table. on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got a table. Brag. We could even sit at it. We could even sit at this table. I got chairs too. It's fine. It's fucking crazy in here. Uh, you got this though. And yeah. there's, there, I don't know. There's plenty of people out there who also aren't big into like going out a whole bunch. That's not super abnormal. I think just shoot straight with people on that. And uh, I think plenty of people want to do the same thing. Big advice. Okay. Here comes another question. Okay. Hello and good day to all you cuties, question mark, question mark. Should I get a Simpsons tattoo even if my partner would hate it? Yeah. This may... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this may sound silly, but hear me out. I watched The Simpsons religiously as a kid. Big it up. informed much of my sense of humor, and I have a lot of fondness and nostalgia for it. For years, I've wanted a Simpsons tattoo. Nothing big or gauche, just a cute little reference. My partner does not like this show and absolutely hates this idea. Mm -hmm. I've brought it up several times over the years, and I don't really know what the consequences of doing it without them agreeing would be, but it would not be good for our relationship. Thinking about this brings up concerns of bodily autonomy for me. Mm -hmm. If it's not something, or if it's something I really want to do with my body, I should be able to, regardless of how they feel about it. But it's not worth it to me to potentially damage our relationship. Do you think I should just let this one go? Also wanted to note that there is no other area in our relationship where I feel infringed upon with regard to my autonomy. My college girlfriend and I had, there were a number of things that I genuinely just, just loved, just was really into that would, that were kind of squashed that were just like, like songs that I really liked that I wasn't allowed to listen to because they were a little sexist, right? Uh, no. And I had to play them on the headphones. I couldn't just play them in the room, right? She would get all bent about that. You can't play the Ben Folds cover of Bitches Ain't Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That was me. I'm kidding. It wasn't. It was uh, the data remix of Stupid Bitches. Mm. By, uh, DSL. I mean, That's it was the data remixes. So it's like. Yeah, it's that hot jam. Yeah. It's like, like less I played it for her. I played it for her and was like, listen, this is the hottest jam. You have to be into this. This is so sick. And uh, the hook goes, stupid bitches. And she goes, now, would you be into the song if the, if the hook was, oh, lazy and words? And I was like, what? What a, I, what a comparison. <laughs> and I was like, she's like, it's a stereotype about uh, women that were stupid. Did you say actually Afro man made a hit about that? <laughs> like should have come back i, I should have pushed on it she would have been big mad but my, the point i was getting to is that like in relationships in a certain kind of relationship maybe even things that you like will get relegated in certain ways right mm -hmm. and there's like if if we were doing this podcast in the in the 50s we would be like well of course you just hide away the things that you you know that your partner doesn't care yeah. for and you just for the sake of the harmony of the relationship. Sure. I say you get the dud. Remember, <laughs> remember the dud. You got the dud. Get the just dud. Like you point Dexter. Get a chest piece of the dud. <laughs> and yeah. just like 
when you go to have sex next time, they get to see the dud, the little millhouse looking dud, <laughs> which I stole that tattoo idea from uh, Gary Butterfield. Shouts out uh, to the Duck Feed Network. That's a very um, good one. He got the dud, and that's such a cool tattoo. Um, I think you just do it. Maybe you get it in a place where they don't have to look at it while you're fucking. Okay. Because if they have to look at it while you're fucking, every time you have sex now, they'll just be like, come on! Uh, I, mean, I dated a guy who had a who had his own last name on like a huge forearm tattoo and a slice of bacon <laughs> on his upper arm. That's and a, every that's time we'd fuck, sure. I'd just be like, come on! Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, I mean, I, I think we all agree. I think that I think you should get the tattoo for you. It seems like you want it. It seems like it's yeah. something you thought about, you know, for like sure. may, maybe if you're doing the thing where you're, if you're like a vagina haver and you do that thing where you're not turning it into Homer's mouth, like if, that, if that's <laughs> what you're simp. doing, then, you know, maybe simp. he's like, that's it's now I'm kissing. Now I'm kissing Homer Simpson. <laughs> and I didn't want to kiss Homer Simpson, but Homer even Simpson's then, sumptuous like, lips. this is something, this is something that, that, you, his not liking it should not override your liking it. There's, it. It's it's bizarre to me that he cares so much more about not liking it than you're liking it. That's that's yes. that's weird about this specific thing. Like that's kind of like I, I yeah I yeah get everyone. I mean, if you're a Simpsons fan and you're a tattoo haver getter, like go get a Simpsons tattoo. Run it. It's fine. I've gotten yeah. tattoos that partners didn't want me to get. But I was like, I'm sorry, this tattoos are going to be here when you're not, and they the tattoos are still there. I was going to get point. to that. I was like, how committed is this relationship? How long running is it? Because you could just wait till you're not in this one anymore. And, and then get the, the Simpsons too. are great. You know, and also like, the Simpsons that's, that's, a, that's a different problem we have with the partner. There's so many good tattoos you could get of the Simpsons. Inanimate carbon rod on the forearm. Marge holding the potato. Uh, very good. Uh, the moment where Ralph's heart breaks. Oh yeah! Oh, oh that's yeah, good. Yeah. Over your heart. <laughs> I, I I think I, I actually am gonna get it, but I want to get um one of the times he's writing on the on the 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 white on the chalkboard, he's writing um I will not show off, but it's in perfect old English. That rocks. <laughs> and like that's that's very I I identify with that a lot. It's that's good extremely good. Yeah. I love that. Uh, uh, Ralph Wiggum's diorama, just the Star Wars action figures in the packaging <laughs> these are all so good yeah get get and if There's you so can keep the, if you can keep the show updated with this tattoo um that'd be great yes please follow yeah. up when you get this tattoo yeah. that's the advice and also so follow up when your partner way. gets the fuck over it yeah mm -hmm. that is the other thing here is i feel like if you're saying it and they're like no and you're still on the fence they probably feel like they can talk you out of it or it's not that important to you or whatever and i feel like you just do it and if they end, if they were to end the relationship or be shitty so about petty. it, so petty. Yeah, yeah that, do you want to fucking be with that person at all? And, and I will say that I think there are, I think there are tattoos that like you can't break up with people for getting, um, but this is not for one sure. of them. Yeah, like yeah. for for instance, the the worst tattoo I've ever had sex with was a, a dream catcher on the back of a white person. If they sure. had got that mid relationship, I would be like, "What are you? What I gotta go? I gotta be out." Don't do this, you know. Um, so like, there are, there are breakupable tattoos, but not a Simpsons one. That's not it. Especially like a really cool witty one, and a lot of the ones I was talking about earlier, you could just get, and she may never know that it's a Simpsons tattoo. So fucking yeah. real, yeah. Yeah, I just like she didn't watch real the show. heads for real heads only. 
I just like nuclear power. Yeah, inanimate like, carbon rod is a fucking sick <laughs> tattoo, actually. And then some real cute person's gonna like recognize them, like, oh, that's a really sick um Simpsons reference. I didn't mean yeah. to be staring at your tattoos or make conversation about your tattoos, but sick Simpsons reference. And then yeah. you know, then you guys can fall in love. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. this is the thing that brings you to your true love and lets you ditch this dud. <laughs> you God got the dud. He looks just like you, Poindexter. <laughs> the fucking horror. I know it's been memed to death, but the Homer face going from the neutral to. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. To the gradual smile. Oh, yeah. Absolutely write in and tell us what you get uh, that rules. And uh, let us know what goes on with your partner. But for real, this is important enough to you that you wrote into the show. Fucking do the thing, you know? Come on. Think about how lucky uh, that person can be to be dating someone with a Simpsons tattoo. Right. So huge. You get to look at Lisa Simpson's horrible Florida costume every day for the rest of your relationship. That's the dream. (laughs) I only get to see that if I Google images or watch that episode. Think of the life you could be living. Damn. Now, Now I'm like... Now I'm like, what if I got a fucking Simpsons tattoo? All right, we'll circle back to you, listener. I will also say, up. if you get like a Simpsons sleeve, then that's different too. Yes, yes. So Just I, like, I'll, I'll like, go ahead and circle around back for maybe, maybe, maybe you do have like a sleeve plan, and that's different than um than what we're talking about. So right, you know, that's true. A little novelty piece, like on your shoulder blade or something. Yeah, Kid Homer's. Five o'clock shadow tattooed on your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get all of your skin changed to highlighter yellow. <laughs> Shave your head. Get the two lines on the top. Just be, I'm just describing like Homer Simpson conversion tattoo. Like you're just changing. Like that fucking transphobe piece of shit who tried to get surgery to look like the Korean pop stars or whatever. Oh, they're transphobe? I did not know that. Ali, whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> But you're doing that to turn into that. Homer Simpson. <laughs> That's so that, yeah, that'd be that'd be like the lizard man, except for you're you're getting like you're getting like a cranium extension. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting like a cranium like implant like a over over your dome. It's just like a fucking perfect. <laughs> we give oh, you lots shit. of ideas here. We uh, genuinely again tell us what you get. I, I, I want to yeah. know. There's so many good options. All right. What else we got? There's so many fucking cool questions in here from like two months ago that we haven't. Roll it all the way back if we have to. We have we have been through a question surplus, which is a great place to be. What a great yeah, problem. I do feel what bad. I mean, it's bad that we, there's problems, but it's good that you have people participating. Yes. Feels you, good. Used to be that we'd have just enough for like a week or we'd have to do Reddit questions for some of us. We are certainly not complaining. But then I do feel bad when we scroll back and like, oh, shit, that was a pressing one. I hope that person's okay. Yeah, kind of like this one. Where is it? Here we go. Uh, From two months ago. Um, I have never had sex, and I'm starting to think I'm actually asexual. I'm not quite sure, but I haven't tried seeing if I like sex. Despite my feelings not being fully in on it, should I try to have sex? Hmm. Huh. It's like the, the term that has become in vogue and I like it. It's a good term. And I think it's uh, what we all should be striving for is enthusiastic consent. There you go. Not somebody who is like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. You could fuck, I guess. Somebody who's like, yes, I want to fuck you. Right. Right. Yeah. So I feel like if you don't have that enthusiasm for it, 
then you don't have to you don't have to go out and try to get something going but if you just want to kind of dip your toe in and try it out that i think is kind of okay but like i'm sending mixed messages here um <sighs> it's kind of sticky like if you want to give it a shot give it a shot if you don't want to give it a shot like if you mm -hmm, totally and, okay. and remember that it, consent can be withdrawn up until you know they can you can be penetrated and be like actually no yeah, we're not doing not, this anymore like, and then it's over this. right so with bearing that in mind i think you try it because i think it rocks and i like to you know i like there to be more of it in the world i like the idea Pretty that cool. people are getting it going mm -hmm. on yeah so like give it a shot but remember at any point you can pull the ripcord and it's fucking over mm -hmm. you're also mm -hmm. like so you've never had sex? I don't know. Have you done anything sexual? Mm. Because if absolutely nothing, like you could do, get a little dry handy going, get a, get a little finger in action, fucking make out and like touch each other and see, like really dip the toe in. Just be very. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to go in, all in on this and see how that shit feels. Because I'm split. Like part of me is like, well, you know, you know, of course, if you don't want to do that, it's absolutely fine not to, and you shouldn't feel pressured to. But if you're in this place where you're like, I'm starting to think I'm yeah, actually asexual, about it. but I'm not certain because it is, you know, I, I, I don't know. I lost my virginity when I was fucking 15 and I was in all kinds of mental health state at the time. And so I don't, I don't really have a period where I was like, I want to have sex, but I don't know what that's like. I kind of got thrown into it sooner than probably I should have. Same. But like I generally with the thing, it is it's a very vulnerable thing to do with somebody. And I imagine the longer that you haven't done it and you're surrounded by it culturally and people talking it up and it's this extremely important thing that, you know, influences all kinds of culture and decisions and fucking, you know, everything. It's a reproduction. It's this huge fucking thing. I could also see that just being horrifying and overwhelming and being like, fuck i don't want to do that and i haven't done it before and i'd be nervous to do it and like I, I could see it just getting built up into this really overwhelming thing that sucks and so i feel like I, i'd like your impulse of being like let's give this a shot mm -hmm. um but i think a lot of that is contingent on do do you have somebody you could do that with yes, who you trust, you can trust who understands where you're at you know who's not going to be like oh cool i can fuck this person but like I don't know if this person's going to like this. I can move extremely slowly. I can be checking in the whole time, like have a conversation with them beforehand of where your head's at. If you have somebody like that, like I say, try it, but make, make sure that you have the conditions are good. Your partner understands where you're at, right? That you're not just like, I want to yeah. hook up with somebody and see if this is cool. Cause that could be really fucking unpleasant. And we want to mm -hmm. make sure you're in like a safe, good situation. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they have the option to back out at any time, but you want somebody who like knows where you are at right now and knows that that might happen and is going to move slow. Do you have anybody like that? Can you find somebody like I that? I like that. A couple, a couple things um, that I want to tag onto that would be like, yeah, absolutely. Um, permission for either, really. Like, yeah, if you think you want to pursue having sex, like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of it. I'm an advocate for it. Um, it's a great thing when it's like, done in a safe healthy manner um also it's okay if you don't that's fine yeah. that's totally fine that's cool 
also um i do i do say that i do think this is one of those things like if you do have someone you can talk to about this stuff if you do if you are like maybe going to therapy maybe there's maybe there is some stuff you need to talk about before you get there um also there are this is one of those situations too where it's like you know also feel free and feel comfortable if you have the means to pursue a professional like this is where this is where sex work can be a really beautiful wonderful thing there are people out there who who can hear and understand and know your situation and can be there for you and, and you can figure that out with somebody who is a professional um but yeah because if you do have somebody like around that you can do that with that is just around that's fantastic but um it it's pretty pretty rare even if you're having sex to have that so um you know definitely like this is something that yeah uh i think it is and it is a big deal it is it it is a big deal like and that's fine um so yeah definitely like consult you know if you if you if you can like you know maybe talk to somebody if you're going if you're if you're going to therapy or something like that bring it up there i think that's an important thing to talk about um, cause you, you don't want to figure out why you didn't have sex the whole time while you're having sex the first time. Fair. Yeah, Absolutely. Fair. That's going to be a bummer. And if, so if you can get, if you can address some things, if possible, you know, it's not uncommon. Every, a lot of people have, have things that are traumatic that are deal, tied directly to sex. Um, so if you can handle that. And then also like I said, definitely advocate like, you know, doing, doing your research, reaching out and like what when when you find the sex worker who's out there for you this is somebody who you're going to be able to say hey um hey this is getting my first time um i i want it this is you know what my expectations are this is blah 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 and they will they will give you they will respond in kind and that you'll know like this is somebody i should be doing this with or not you know so like good luck to you um i hope you i hope you figure out either way um but yeah like uh it's it's a it's a big deal, but it's also still just sex. So hopefully, 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 if, you know, all is well for you. Yeah, extremely we want, good. We want that there. for you. Yeah. Um, I think above all with this too, we've all kind of said it, but like, there's you know, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing abnormal yeah. about this. Everybody's yeah. got different ways, relationships to sex or experiences with it, and wherever you're at, like. Don't feel like you have to do any particular thing. But at the same time, if it's something you're just like, I, I want to get a sense for if I do or don't actually like this, there's options for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, good on you for writing in and like trying to figure this out, you know, because this is a it's, it's, it's a tough thing to try to engage with and figure out. But I think it's an important thing to do that with. And so good on you for for trying to get it figured out. And I hope you are like, you know, if, if something you are, if it's something you are like craving, I hope you are like, you know, exploring yourself and discovering yourself and enjoying yourself because that's extremely important no matter how much sex you're having is to have a good relationship with yourself and your body and your own sex with yourself. I think that's like super crucial. So hopefully you're mm-hmm. also doing that. That's a good if, point if it's too. something you're desiring. Yeah. Yeah. Because you also, yeah. you don't have to do that either. You can, right. you're good. You don't have to do anything, but you, you can. But I didn't think of that either. I didn't think of that either, if that would be something they're doing or not. But yeah, that, that's one way to engage with it just by yourself and kind of feel it out in terms of sensation. And I don't know what kind of emotional responses or whatever it, it brings up in like an environment that is just you. But it, God damn, I heard another firework. Yeah. 
It's Fourth of July, maybe rather it's the third of July, Ooh, and so just about, yeah, eve yep. of the fourth. Hello, mm-hmm. gotta blow up some shit. I'm also in the river valley, so like anything in any direction just uh, like comes right down the river. Same. I'm 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 off the road that people go to because they think it's away from houses, but it's actually by my house. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I was in one of those in my old place and on New Year's they were popping off like right outside the fucking window yeah. and it was brutal. Shouts out to everybody's pets and yeah. anybody who gets fucking triggered by this shit. Hang I in there. It. I sleep right through it. I don't give a fuck. I, I love, love it. shit. It, 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 is the, it is like the, the mm-hmm. most macabre like irony of American culture, right? Like, let's do this fireworks and, and like trigger every vet with PTSD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, it's like, cool. oh shit, we're celebrating you. Why doesn't Uncle Mike <laughs> come to the Fourth of July events anymore? Oh, because uh, Uncle Steve is a fucking whack job who needs to go down to Rosie's and spend eight hundred dollars on fireworks for today. Why do we and have to pick up his guns every third of July? Why do we have to lock him up every third of July? He says it's a dark space, but the the sky is so bright. <laughs> It's just so fucking, it's so fucked up. It's so, it's so like rude. <laughs> it's a fucked time. You know uh, what the real tragedy of this holiday humor. is? I, uh, I'm on antibiotics and so I can't crack a cold one. Damn. Celebrate this great nation. I'll crack two for you, baby. We got thank, this. Yeah, thank you. That's and that's solidarity. That's hey, it's freedom. But here you are not being able to crack cold one. It's yep. kind of fucked up. Did, you know what? I, I. I bet you cracked a, cracked a cold one when Trump was in office, but I feel like you can't now that Biden's here. His fault. <laughs> the woke antibiotics are ruining this country. Absolutely. I'm absolutely getting out the 31-piece patio set, which is a camp chair and a 30-rack tomorrow. We're doing that. Nice. Nice. I am going to drink 100 seltzers and, okay. and maybe engage in some legal cannabis products. Yeah. We'll so see about that. Okay, yeah, eat them so you don't have to smoke them. Yum, 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 yum. Let's get one more. What do we think? Okay, I love that. Uh, and again, there's so many adorable little stubs that there, give there like are, good conversation. There are, uh, there's also just six million of them. And it does that thing where like I look at a bunch of text at once and it all it just kind of turns into soup and I scroll and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not even registering mm-hmm. any of these. That's not helpful at all. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome back, back. Ty. Thank you. Okay, and we decided on a question, uh, and it's uh, you know what this is like a this is like a creative one for all of us. What are your guys' best opening lines? For me, it is highly situational. Now, if I'm in, if I'm at the bar, and I overhear somebody say something about The Simpsons, I'll say something like. Oh, I got a buddy that got a tattoo of the dud. Yeah, yeah. And they go, "Oh, really?" Except and then you you're in really the conversation. Have a buddy with a tattoo of the guy of the dud. Well, yeah. I have a parasocial relationship with somebody okay. who has a tattoo of go. the dud. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that they really got it. Yeah, yeah, totally. He did. Yeah. yeah. We have mutual podcast friends with someone who got a tattoo of the dud. Did you know? He that? shouted out. He shouted out the show. We're friends. He did shout out the show. Hell yeah! We are Hell friends. yeah! That's accurate. I would avoid saying podcast in the opener, regardless. <laughs> That's true. So much a part of my life, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Are we talking? Yeah, because I guess it's situational. Like, 
uh, dating apps. I don't know. I do a lot mm. of the, the dating apps. And we've talked about that a good bog standard neutral is howdy with a cowboy emoji. So good. People love that emoji. He's a little cutie and it shows that you, you just got a little bit of the country western in you when you said that. Mm-hmm. But I, I typically can't like, stop saying howdy. I like in real life. Yeah, I, can't. I say it as a greeting. I open corporate ass emails with howdy. The people love it. They do. I won't um, start because it will become real. So I can't even start. <laughs> Tony, put that cowboy hat. Saddle up with us, friendo. <laughs> it's time to hit the dusty trail. I don't know if I have a default opening line, though. Right. Because I, like, look at somebody's profile, and then I'm like, oh, shit, oh, you do this thing. That's rad. Oh, you, like, play, what kind of music do you, whatever. I try to, like, find something about this person that's interesting to me, and then be like, tell me more about that thing. And that's kind of it. And I feel like that's what it is in person, too. Because we've talked infinitely on this show about, like, it's easiest to meet people at a thing where they're doing a thing that you like and you know about, and there's an easy jumping off point. And I feel like that's just, that's kind of the best way is like complimenting somebody genuinely on you do this thing that I appreciate and you do it really well. And I think that's awesome. I want to, I want to talk to you more or how did you get into this thing? Just, just either a compliment or asking them something about themselves. People love f- talking about themselves. Mm-hmm. And from that, you can, ju- you know, if they give you a big, long answer, okay, there's some interest there and you can get a conversation going. And if they don't, then it's not like you hit them with a corny pickup line. You could be like, oh, okay, cool. Nice to talk to you or whatever and, and move yeah. on. I feel like yeah. that's the, uh, uh, I don't know if that's a line, but that's kind of my, that's my strategy. Yeah. yeah. It's more strategic. Than- yeah. Like line. I don't think, I think that the idea of a line is probably just not a good one. Um, yeah. You know, just because. I mean, like you said, I, I guess I'm thinking in real life um, because like kind of going up to anybody with the intention of like, of, of like, I need to meet this person so that I can date them slash have sex right. with them. Probably right. not the best reason to like approach somebody in the first place. So, you know, like not, it's just not, but on the apps I can see. I like to, uh, when I was on them, I, I liked to do um, something more along the lines of like, uh, hey, what are you excited about? Um, that's cool. Because that's, that's kind of giving me some insight onto like, uh, yeah, I kind of do want to know what they're excited about because you, you will get an answer that's like either something you're like, oh, there's no way I could ever care about that. Or they like deliver with such passion or something like that. that you're like, oh, that's that's interesting or that's, that is neat. Um, yeah, opening lines. Uh, like you said, it's it's all about like finding common ground. Um, try try not to try not to compliment anything um, uh, superficial. Yeah, right. um, you know, because like That's why hinge is a hard one. Like totally, because uh, you have to you got to like a certain thing, and I never like a picture. It, to me, because that like feels like sometimes. hey, I think you're I think you're hot. So let's talk. Versus <laughs> that thing you said is interesting. I would like to talk more about it. What I will say is that like um you there's a way to like because I something that really appeals to me is someone's style, um someone's like yeah. taste. Mm. There's a way to compliment their taste or their style because that's not necessarily superficial. Um, it says more about like their eye, but like you can still kind of avoid that because like you could be like, oh that's a that's a great shirt, and like I don't give a shit about this band. I spilled a coke on my friend's shirt uh, before I came out. I actually I hate this shirt actually i fucking hate Susie and the banshees I, I don't yeah 
care. I don't think I, I, I just think that I, I don't care for it. I don't like the way they spell it. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> Swixy. Yeah, usually being like a you know, even even if it is something is that maybe it is a little petty or something like, oh, you ordered this drink. I, I actually like this is I like that, or have you had this or whatever? Find a yeah. common ground. But yeah, it's just I don't know. Have have a have have a reason to talk to them really because that will take care of yeah. it for you exactly. That's not have a like they're hot. To talk to them. Holy shit! That's God. You just broke the whole fucking game open. <laughs> We're figuring it out. We're figuring it out for real though because I think most people can pick up on that and nobody wants somebody to like you're saying nobody hey. wants to be come out with like oh this is the most superficial unthought out you use this on a million people and you're just trying to find somebody to fuck it's yeah. like it's dehumanizing it sucks mm-hmm. ass don't mm-hmm. do that to people i like remember the last time i think i like tried to like use a line and it didn't work and it just was like yeah. it was brutal and it was one of those things too where i saw this person and i did the worst thing where i was like oh not only am, am i like into them but they they gotta be into me Mm-hmm. they gotta yeah. be in the mm-hmm. and i was like i was like energy. hey let me buy you a drink and like that was that, that did not work and they were like <laughs> no no thank you no i'm actually oh, okay. fine thank you see oh, you okay. later have a good one <laughs> well i'm sure if i if there was something a real reason if there was a real reason to go up to them and talk to them and ma- it made sense and i wasn't just in, in, intruding because you're usually intruding you're usually yeah, intruding for, you know for real. i probably would have been fine but yeah that's i i just specifically remember the last time i really tried that yeah and it was just like, yeah, that's, it's 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 bad. And then if it does work, how 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 great are they? How great are they? You know, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's you know? also true. Hell so yeah, go go specific. Go with reason beyond of just trying to fuck this person. People, I, I feel this is such an obvious thing to say, but people appreciate when you are genuine, and it's very easy to do that. Just find find something come at that them the thing that we've talked about with dating of like you're not going in there to date it's a mystery box you get to meet somebody new and see what they're about then it could go nowhere it could go somewhere but that process of you're just talking to somebody new is really exciting so if you really think that they're the one if you really think that you that you're in love and that this is the person this is your movie moment Feel free to feel free to like like actually choke on something, but you have to really choke. You have to really yeah. choke, and it'll save your life. And then you have a trauma bond, and then you can yeah. build on that. So if that's if that's the 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 um the the best opening line is actually like some sort of like self harm that they can help you from. <laughs> I Incredible. like this. Incredible. I've got fireworks on my end now. I don't know if you can fucking hear those. But I can't hear. I haven't heard them. Okay, well, this is the power of the my backup. I have my window open, and I'm in the valley, so, like, they shoot up out of the valley and, like, explode at, like, eye level with my window. Straight through the pop filter. Yep. Well, team, we got a lot of questions today. We hit a lot of holes in one, and we got a golf clap. Oh, no, you're right. I was we got a golf clap for Tony for joining us. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you. Thank you. We always love time. hanging and catching up with you. Where can the people find your stuff? Um, you can find you can find me at Word is Bond on most things. Uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter and Twitch now. Um, you can find the podcast Minion Death Cult anywhere. Um, Minion Death Cult is it's fun. We just basically like 
we go over the internet's comments and we are uh, really digging into the psyche that is the American culture. Um, and it's a great time. Uh, we we now do a, a live stream every Saturday through our Patreon that has been fantastic. The chat's always popping off. Um, and check us out on a little YouTube too. We have some clips up there. Uh, Alexander, my co-host, is a is a teamster with UPS. So we're getting some pretty like insightful and real time updates on the UPS uh, Teamster yeah. Yeah. negotiations. It's been really fun. Um, and uh, so, yeah, check us out. It's a good time. Highly Fuck recommend. Yeah. I, if you're listening to this show for a while, you've, you, we've had Tony on before. We've had Alex. If you haven't checked it out, we are we are ordering you. We're telling you, you. Come on down. You must. Come on down, head on, please. Head on down. Head on down. You simply must. I, w- I was admittedly a late adopter of the program. It took me some time to come on board. But now, holy God, it is some of the best content out. It's good. Thank you. I'm really lucky. I, I mean, I, I just get to show up and like and, and try to be insightful or funny. Alexander is the, is the real does the real sick job of doing the deep dives and the darkest crevices of of regular Internet. Motherfucker got to put on them waders yeah. and get in that fucking mud. Yeah. We're now like experts on like the the average uh, American who gets the information from cable news and Facebook. Some of the shit you guys find. I'm like, whoa. It's impressive. They, they, still, they still impress us after all this time. But you can get some awareness. You can have your finger on the pulse listener without having to wade into there yourself. It's for your own protection. Leave it to the professionals. Yeah, we're happy to do it. Go listen to Minion Death Cult. So thank you again, Tony. And thank thank you you. to all of our listeners. We appreciate you. But some, we appreciate more than others. Because as you heard, heard Golf Donovan talk about before, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash RFTB. $5 a month, a bonus episode each week. And all the other stuff I was talking about. But for $10 a month, you get all of that. In your name, shout it out of the main episode each week and lights. And we got somebody new this week to shout out. Yeah, we do. Who are we starting with? We begin as we do with Brock. We're shouting out Anthony Limburg. We're going to shout out our beloved day one Barb. We're shouting out my beloved day one, my dad, who helped me move and was supportive when I broke down sobbing three times in the process. Oh. We love him. Oh. Juice. You're the best. Uh, we're going to shout out daddy. We're going to shout out Dylan. Who's doing great. Everything's we love, cool. We love this. We love this. Made roast veggies and chicken for me the other day. Good shit. God damn. We're shouting out GG. We're shouting out K friggin' money. Shouting out Mall Criada. We're shouting out MC Proletariat. We're shouting out Mickey Flykick. We're shouting out Rico Suave. We're shouting out Riley. From episode 105, the Yellow Rose of Toteland, we're going to shout out Ryan, Rich Homie, Click Clack. A shout out for Spreadable Fruit. A shout out for Super Deformed. Another shout out for Tufted Titmouse. Everyone knows it's Wendy, new $10 a month patron. A golf clap for you on this first glorious shout out. You got a three for three golf clap. Thank you so much for your support. I got that notification in the midst of the move and I was like, Okay, that put me in a little bit better. Okay, we can make it. We love having somebody new. And of course, last but not least, we're shouting out Ren. We love Thank you so much for joining us at the $10 a month level. You truly are. And I mean this from the bottom of my soul. The wind beneath our wings. The wind beneath our wings. You are the wind beneath our wings. You are. The wind beneath our wings. 
And now we're hey, going to speaking of music. Off. Oh yeah, wait. Speaking of music, music, I did the intro theme. It is Horn Filters, the love theme from RFTB. You can find it in more songs like it at SoundCloud.com/RFTB. And our outro song this week, new shit, new shit, is uh, the data remix of "Stupid Bitches" by DSL. <laughs> because I want you to hear it. I want you to hear it real bad. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy that. I guess it'll be after the fourth when you hear this. So we hope the fireworks weren't too bad. And. Yes. Uh, uh, we hope that you have a better time than I did this past weekend. We love y'all. All right. We did it. We love you. Thanks. Bye.